the Great Teams Cover Podcast, NFL Week 5, Take 2, with Mike Singer. Hashtag inside joke. What's up, Mike? What's up, Chris? Thanks for being so, so respectful. Hey, I'm going to give you five winners for those impatient people in the first minute. Denver, under 47 and a half. The New York Giants, plus seven and a half. The Chicago Bears, plus four and a half. I like the Raiders at home, minus three and a half. Jason Verrett's out. They're going to have a field day. And then the Bobby Shaughnessy tease of the week. Steelers down to minus one. Pair that with the Bills up to eight and a half. And there's five winners for you in the first minute of a podcast. Now we're going to go game by game. We're going to weave in a lot of humor. Game one, Houston at Minnesota. No pressure. No pressure, pressure, Mike. Houston at Minnesota. Minnesota's minus seven, over under 40.5. U.S. Bank Stadium's looking like a legit place to play. Mike, quick thoughts. By the way, you know what's funny? I literally just remembered this. So, by the way, for the listeners at home, a little inside uh, look into this. I've been I've not seen the last two weeks of football because I've been out of the country. But I go with, I go to Chris. Any big injuries that I should know about? He's like, ah, don't worry about it. We'll just figure it out. I, I totally forgot. JJ Watt is out, right? JJ Watt is out. <laughs> we did we didn't cover that one. The best defensive player in the NFL. He was out last week too, that. Mike. Not all of us, you know, can go to Italy and Germany. Yeah, it was a little bit of a humble brag. No big deal. I travel <laughs> the world. <laughs> so. um well, number one, JJ Watt. That that's there's injuries in the it, on your team that just ends your season, right? You think a JJ Watt injury like that's it? Curtains? No, I don't at all. That's, that's really. Dude, there's they're a good team. They have a really dynamic offense. They have Will Fuller, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and Lamar Miller. The defense is still solid. I mean, and it's a weak division. I mean, I don't I don't see them winning the Super Bowl, but they still got a lot to play for. Houston's a team. I, I, I don't know. I, I I feel like I do think JJ Watt is way more than just you know what he does in his position. But he's like I, the I Chris McGee saying. of the Houston Texans. Yeah, absolutely. Just just the absolute center of everything. You know. <laughs> I think I like um, Minnesota. I think is has a defense that can absolutely win a Super Bowl. Obviously, the Bradford move looks pretty brilliant right now because we talked about this before. If you winning the division, like basically. Any move that you need to make to win the division is worth it. Even if you don't win the Super Bowl, you have to go for at least the division. And Minnesota's looking like the clear favorite to win the division now, right? 4-0. You know, so, uh, you know my opinion, Mike. I think championships are, are overrated. I, I'm a regular season guy. I love <laughs> – I, no, I'm, I love the European soccer where you play a true round robin. You play everyone – you know, every team – you play everyone home and away and you have a true round robin. I mean, with, especially with the NFL, with injuries and, you know, it's a one-game playoff. If, if you're putting out a consistent product and you're winning division championships, that, that's pretty solid. That, that, by the way, as a Bills fan, I love the just spin zone you just put on that. <laughs> just want to play for the regular season. I don't need a championship. Just get me there. I'm just happy. Just happy to be there. <laughs> I will say okay. this again like I say every podcast. The entire time I've known you when you were just this nerdy Jewish kid from Long Island in your <laughs> freshman year dorm, the Bills have never made the playoffs. Dude, I can't believe you just told the world I'm Jewish. Nobody knew that before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let me try to go back. Yeah, I mean, you have to the, – the number one goal is to win the division – 
championship, obviously. It's a whole new season after that, right? So you got to play the first season first, obviously. Uh, I think the, I think that you know that trade looks great right now for the Vikings. I, they're going to win that division, I think. I think the the Packers they'll be in it, but just feels like they're just not as the Packers used to be just like pretty. Hey, the Packers are notorious slow starters. Minnesota yeah. still has to go to Green Bay. This division is not wrapped up at all. Green Bay's defense sucks too, don't they? They're a funnel defense. We'll get to that on Sunday Night Football. For you fantasy players, you might want to stack Odell Beckham. Uh, oh, Tennessee Titans at Miami. Uh, Miami's three-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 43. There is a hurricane coming to Florida. So right now the game's still on. Um, but any thoughts on this? I know you've done absolutely no research on the Titans-Miami <laughs> game. By the way, Give me anybody, a quick take and we'll go on to the next one. Anybody that says they know what's going to happen in the, in the Miami-Tennessee game is so full of shit. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> who's even watching that game? Uh, I'm going to take Miami. I'm taking the home team. Mariota looks like garbage, huh? Is and, he like the worst? He's the worst quarterback in the league, right? Instead of uh, Miami, Tennessee, I bet you can't guess the drink and the sweet I'm eating right now. The drink and the what? The sweet. I have a sweet tooth. The sweet. All right, let me guess. Drink. I'm going to go with a diet cherry cola. Uh, Diet Coke. They didn't have Diet Cherry oh, at Costco. I knew it, was, I knew it had uh, aspartame in it. That's just a <laughs> McGee special. Aspartame. Loves the chemical. Um, I went to the dentist this week, by the way. I've just been ch- chugging Diet Coke and, uh, and, <laughs> and eating sweets and, like, occasionally brushing. Everything's fine, baby. Everything's fine. That's a real interesting strategy. I'm going to go to the dentist in two days. you got to load up on my sweets. <laughs> Dude, it's been a little stressful with the kids. Sometimes you need, you know. Anyways, what, what sweet am I eating right now? No way you guess this. Give me, wait, uh, sweet, sweet, sweet. Is it a brand? Is it like a serious brand? No, it's a, I'll just tell you, caramels. We've already spent way too much time on this. <laughs> I was honestly looking for at least five guesses, but thank you for blowing it. Uh, New England Patriots. Caramels. What are you, what, are you 86 years old? <laughs> caramels. <laughs> Ribbon candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go to the McKinney house for Halloween. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep going. First off, I hand out Snickers, Kit Kats, and Reese's like a real unless person. They're, unless they're Rolos. I've never heard someone just say like, generic caramels, by the way. That is just... By the way, we're talking about doing a video uh, podcast next week. I yep. will show you the caramels, and you will yeah. eat your fucking words, okay? I'm into it. I'm into it. New England Patriots at Cleveland. Tom Brady's back, Mike. I don't know if you heard while you were in Europe traveling. <laughs> Passive aggressive. I love it. Ten and a half point favorites. What do you think? Uh, I think uh, New England has got to be so fired up, right? Uh, I think they they might beat them by a thousand. Especially Cleveland. I, I, I mean, they're going to be so fired up. Every single player. I, I love New England in that game. What about, and is Gronk back? Gronk is healthy, Mike. I oh. mean, let's stop saying stupid things. He's been back for a while, okay? I know you've been on vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally, this is the least football I've watched in four weeks ever at this point. But I'm a really good, I'm a really good guest, though, for this. Um, Some of our friends podcast. were paid, you know, became Patriots fans after 2000. So, <laughs> for those that don't know, Bill Belichick actually coached the Browns in the 90s. So, you know, there's, there's some storylines here, and it's in Cleveland. Um, but, I mean, you've you got to be crazy. Patriots will probably be the most popular survivor pick. Not oh really God. too much analysis needed there. The next nope. game, I think, is a sneaky, sneaky fun game to watch. 
the Jets at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus seven, over under 48. Antonio Brown is amazing. Yep. Quick thoughts on the game, Mike, because I have some opinions. Um, I mean, Fitzpatrick looks absolutely lost. I still like their defense a lot, but uh, I don't know how you, you – the Jets look just lost on offense. So, I mean, And the Steelers look pretty fantastic. Got to go Steelers. All right. Here's my advice. Um, yes, Fitzpatrick has looked lost. I think they're going to get it together. Jets, you Jets, you could throw on the Jets, and the Steelers are awesome at home. Le'Veon Bell is back from suspension. He played last week. Antonio Brown, they're going to throw all over the Jets. But I kind of think Fitzmagic bounces back here. Brandon Marshall, Quincy Enunwa, there's a name for you. Jesus. I like the over 48. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think this is going to be the most fun game to watch. Shootout in Pittsburgh, over 48 is my lean. I, I don't know. I, I, I think Pittsburgh, if, I'm, if you're betting futures right now, what do you think Pittsburgh is at to win the Super Bowl? Four I don't know. One? I could look it up. Probably 6-1? to one? I'm not betting. Dude, they I could. think betting Super Bowl futures is the dumbest thing in the world with how many injuries there are. Just go yeah, game by game. Stupid. Agreed. But I think uh, the, the Pittsburgh can beat you in so many different ways. They can beat you with their defense. They can beat you with their arm, and they can kill you with the running. I, I just love. I, they have such a balanced attack. I, I I don't know how. I at this point, with how, how bad the Jets look and how good the Steelers do, I gotta ride the Steelers. Yeah, I'm not betting the Jets. I just think the Jets are gonna score some points too. So I, I like but the you, over. What, what are the points? Oh, you're you're just saying over. What are the points though for the spread? For, Forty-eight, and the Steelers are favored by seven. I teased them down to minus one. I think they're a great yep. teaser leg. Yeah, that's good. That's good tease. Although teases work. Negative 100 times 100. Washington at Baltimore. 45 over under. Minus 4 Baltimore. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea who's going to win this game. You know what? I'm going to go with Washington on this one. And simply for the fact it's at Baltimore, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially a home game, right? Because they're traveling like, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. So I, I kind of like that, you know. I, they don't have to. I think that's pretty. I think it's a huge deal when teams don't have to have to travel very small distances. They're sleeping in their own beds still. I'm taking Washington. Boom. I got no analysis. Philadelphia at Detroit. <laughs> Philadelphia's minus three and a half off the bye week at Detroit. Over unders forty six and a half. Uh, little storyline here. Defensive coordinator for Philly, Jim Schwartz. Former Lions coach. By the way, is Carson Wentz for real? He looks it, huh? From? I said Carson Wentz. He looks like he might be for real, huh? From? Oh, from. Uh, North Dakota? North Dakota State University. Bison. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's three games. I mean, let's see what happens. But their defense is playing pretty well. Yeah. I'm not a believer in Detroit. I don't think I could. I'm not. I'm not laying a. I'm not laying a rookie QB on the road more than three points, though. It's a stay away for me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, rookie quarterback on the road in Detroit. Yeah, you know what? This feels like. I think a lot of people are going to be jumping on the Eagles bandwagon, but for the, I'm going to go Detroit as well. Yeah, I put gave this one away as a winner, but Chicago at the Colts. I like Chicago plus four and a half. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. So the Indianapolis is playing this week. This is the first time 
that a team that's played in London didn't have a bye week. They they flew back from London last week and they're playing again this week. That's yeah. called jet lag. Plus, uh, Indy Indy doesn't have a, a run defense. Chicago with Hoyer's kind of moving the ball a little bit. Four and a half is a lot of points. I like Chicago. In fact, I'm looking up the money line if you want to come in with a funny comment here, Mike. No, no thanks. Thanks for the, thanks for the lead in there. Uh, <laughs> no pressure whatsoever. Bears plus 190 money line. I think I will add that to my card before the end of the week. You're in Chicago. You got anything for me? Uh, I mean, there. I can't even describe to you how little people care about the Bears right now. It is Cubs fever right now. Cubs are what everybody's talking about. So I can tell you this, that uh, Jay Cutler is the most hated person in the Midwest right now. He has no fans whatsoever. Um, <laughs> and the I would say, um, what's, this, what's the line on that? Four and a half. Colts are favored by four and a half. From what I'm seeing, Colts are pretty horrendous, right? Yeah. They they don't do anything well. All they have is a good quarterback, but absolutely no offensive line, D line, their receivers. Like they just do nothing right. right? So I, I for that reason, uh, I think the Bears are terrible. I said that on the first podcast, but I uh, I think the Colts are they are pretty awful. So I'm going Bears as well. And I like how I like how confident you are. I'm going with McGee on this one. Thanks, buddy. What's the level of panic going to be if Cueto goes into Chicago tomorrow and shuts him down? I'm telling you right now, this sounds ridiculous because the Cubs are the best team in baseball, but they have got to go 2-0 and in Chicago. Because you got Bumgarner going 3, chalk that up as a loss right now. As a Mets fan, I'll tell you that. I saw that firsthand yesterday, that fucking psychopath. So that's going to be – that would be two – that would, if they if they lose one, they'll be it'll be two one. That guarantees a game five that Bumgarner would pitch, right? Bumgarner probably wouldn't come back on sh- that short of rest for five. I don't. You don't think so? So it would be three, and then it would be like three days. It would be on three days, right? And it's probably too short. Usually, like like the game two starter might come back early. Well, throw this out there because it's fucking Bumgarner. Maybe it, it could be like. Uh, if Samarja, let's like, say, re- it might do like relief, like he did that World exactly. Series. Exactly, that, dude. Throw every rule out. Like, like, do you realize how insane it is that last night they were up three nothing in the ninth, and he came back out. Well, their bullpen. Is, I mean, you can't trust their bullpen. But still, in this day and age, like a a, a starter finishing the game up three nothing, that's I, insane. I love it, man. I do too. Because he, he defies like every rule. About pitchers today, the guy can throw 160 pitches and pitch three days later. I love him. I do like I you. You gotta respect Bumgarner. Oh, Here, here's the deal, and this is gonna sound crazy to people. Right now, the Giants are plus 220 to win the series. Uh, Assholes yep. might get a little tight in Chicago if they lose one of these first two. Tell me, tell me, Chicago, if they lose game one, they are not. You're talking about a young team with first time ever they have expectations really to basically win the World Series. That, that's it. I mean, it's World Series or bust now. So you tell me they go down one nothing, they're not freaking out a little bit. They're not gripping the bat a little tighter, right? Hey, you're talking to a guy who bet the Blue Jays today. By the way, they won ten to one. Yep. Blue Jays. <laughs> Blue Jays are kind of my dark horse to win it all. They don't look like it, but they're they have a deep rotation. And they definitely have the power bats. Oh and, God, and the no. AL is wide open. Wide, wide open. open. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I mean, I think the whole the whole league, I think, is wide open right now, right? Like, is there anyone in the NL you say is like definitely coming out? Um, I mean, the Cubs are pretty heavy favorites. True, but what happens if they play the Dodgers and they got Kershaw, right? Like, you know, Kershaw's gonna go too, and then they got what's his face? The um, the the Japanese guy is a beast. Maeda. Right? Yeah, he's a beast. And that lineup, I mean, Dodgers, I think, were, like, the quietest good team this year, wouldn't you say? Them and, like, Texas. I think Cleveland, but it's a shame because Salazar and um, Carrasco got hurt. I Like, uh, Salazar and Carrasco and Kluber with a good offense. I kind of like Cleveland, but then Salazar and uh, Carrasco are out, so Cleveland's chances are gone. I mean, they're starting yeah. Trevor Bauer right now. I don't even know the score of the game. God, I love talking baseball. Fuck football. Uh, yeah, you know what though, Mike? But people tune in for the football talk. <laughs> I hear you. Let's give the let's give the people what they want. Oh my God, the ratings plummet in April and May, Mike. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with Polaro, right? <laughs> okay, actually, <laughs> Cleveland. Hey, Polaro, I'm a big fan. Just in case, hey, I love you, buddy. Cleveland had three solo home runs in the third. Perez, Kipnis, and Lindor. It's four-two Cleveland right now. Four-two Cleveland. Yeah, it's still early though. Oh man. I... That uh, I, I like Cleveland. Never you you talked me out of taking Cleveland World Series. It was they were a ten to one. You wanted to bet 10 Cleveland to ten to one in June. True, but that's a pretty good pick right now, right? If you're in, a, you're in. A, if you're basically what are they like the two seed basically in the in the AL? They're the two seed. A ten to one. That's pretty solid. What are they now? They're probably like what four to one, five to one. I don't know. I don't think they're winning the World Series, Mike. So I saved you ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next game: Atlanta Falcons at Denver. Denver's four and a half. I gave I gave out the over under as a winner under forty seven. Who's QB now for Denver? uh, Simeon, but he's questionable, and it would be it would be uh, Paxton Lynch. I think's his name. Um, by the way, listeners, I mean, if Mike's not being too funny, we had a, this is the second recording of the podcast, got a little too offensive on the first one, so we're giving this a second take. So he's a little tame, I'm trying to loosen him up. Let's just say a comment was made that would have, I, I would have lost some friends and maybe would have had to find a new job, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, Denver, I don't see Atlanta going in two mile high and winning this game. C.J. Anderson all day. I like the under. I don't care who plays quarterback for Denver. Uh, I know Julio Jones went off last week, but Denver's defense is top three in the league. Uh, I I don't see Atlanta, a dome team, going up 5,000 miles above sea level and winning a football game. Yep, Denver as well. And based off of absolutely no knowledge of either team. Dude, this... Mike, next week I need you to prepare a little bit more, all right, man? (laughs) I literally... Dude, I put my I put my headset on today and, and told everyone I was on a webinar. And I'm just doing research for the podcast. Okay, <laughs> Buffalo Bills at the Los Angeles Rams, the Robert Woods homecoming game, the lowest over under on the board, thirty nine and a half. The Rams are favored by two and a half points. Sammy Watkins is out. Mike, tell me the Bills are going to go three and two. Are you, uh, the Bills are going to do exactly what they need to to get all their fans thinking that this might be the year and then just rip your throats out. I just, it's the best. It's such a formula 
that you get it's so tried and true every single year. I love you and Polero. Polero is the best with it because he's always like, this could be the team, but it just <laughs> never works out. I mean, what do you think? Give me an honest. You're a Bills fan. You know this team really well. What do you, give me your thoughts. I'm scared. This is you this is two two and one, maybe a tie. Dude, this is the scariest thing a Bills fan could do. And the only thing scarier would be if the Bills were favored by two and a half. Yeah. I, the Rams do not scare me at all. Me neither. At Rams all. Suck. But uh, I don't know, man. I have no idea. I don't even know who's going to tune in and watch this game. I mean, By the way, did you watch Hard Knocks at all? I actually have never seen one episode of Hard Knocks. Ever. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not a Hard Knocks guy. It, this was, I think, the worst season they've ever had. The Rams have absolutely zero compelling characters on that team. Just nobody interesting whatsoever. But uh, all past seasons, you would absolutely love. You know, I'm more of a I'm more of a Seinfeld Thirty Rock guy. You're still going with Seinfeld hard, huh? I still watch Seinfeld, people. It is amazing. It's pretty. It's still, you, I can rewatch every episode, pretty uh, much. I it never gets tired. A day a, a day in my life doesn't go by where I don't watch some Seinfeld. He's got man hands, Jerry. It's called the test of time. How many people are still quoting friends out there, okay? It's true. The it debate is, is over. Seinfeld won. Oh. People that think friends is better than Seinfeld need to get the fuck out of my face. Friends is the worst. Friends was funny for a couple seasons, but Seinfeld is just the best. San Diego Chargers at Oakland. Jason Verrett out for the year, their best cornerback. This was going to be a stay away for me with a trap line of three and a half for Oakland. The fact that Verrett's out, Chargers are banged up on the offensive line. Keenan Allen's out for the year. Antonio Gates is banged up. Uh, the Raiders, Derek Carr, the Chargers are not going to have an answer for Crabtree and Cooper. I'm taking the Raiders, Mike. Agreed. What did the Raiders do last week? Dude, this is the worst podcast so far. <laughs> you have no analysis. Agreed. I can't even describe to you. First off, dude, I'm literally living and dying with the Mets for the last, like, three, three to four weeks. Every day has been basically, like, a fucking playoff game because they had to stay with the Giants and the Cardinals in the wild card race. I wasn't here for a week and a half. Our pets' heads are falling off. It was. Just, I I have no idea. What? It, okay, honest. Depend- uh, by the way, and also this was supposed to be a three-way po- uh, podcast with Polaro as well. I totally thought I was just adding color and being the funny man, and Polaro was gonna get the X's and O's. So. Well, Polaro got sick, man. What are we supposed to do? I know, I know, but just in my defense. In your defense, I'll give it to you. But what's your thoughts? I know it's still a little raw and Familia. A Familia, uh, he's uh, he. I mean, it was so expected. He had the most, uh, he had the most, um, he had 52 saves. I think that led the league. But those, the save is the dumbest stat of any stat in baseball. It means nothing. I mean, if you actually watched his games, he would have the flukiest appearance. Literally, like, go first and second, no outs, and then get, like, a weird double play, and then, like, get a strikeout. Or, like... He would literally have bases loaded, no outs, and then get, like, pop-up, pop-up, like, strikeout. Like, he just flirted with danger all year long, and finally, like, he, as soon as he, that leadoff double, like, it wouldn't have shocked me if he got out of it, but I was also like, this is, I mean, the Giants are going to win with this. They're too good at small ball. 
I, I, I mean, I love the guy, but it was so expected. I'm, I'm definitely not. Uh, I do not think he is like a get to the ninth and it's over closer, which I did last year, and I just don't anymore. I don't really trust him like I did. What do you think? I, I think you still gotta trust the guy. It was, it was game one sixty three in a, in a season, and. What I want to talk about, though, is the fact that they even got there. Okay, as a Mets fan, you got to be pretty excited. Let's say, first off, they weren't going anywhere even if they won that game. I mean, Bartolo, Bartolo Colon was going to have to start twice against the Cubs. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you get Mats, you get Harvey, you get DeGrom back. You probably lose Cespedes. They're going to lose Cespedes, which is just – it's so devastating because he is legitimately – I think that as tight with the – the purse strings as the made up as the um will ponds have been i don't know they have to offer him a huge contract he's gonna opt out they have to he is that offense it's crazy i i, I will say this i'm so proud of the team like they literally do you know that they were the they're basically the worst team to win the wild card in terms of um they i think it was the latest in the season that a team has ever been under 500 that has won the wild card which is pretty pretty ridiculous they were two games under on like august 20-something, I think. Only a true Mets fan would know that. Uh, yeah, it is, because it's literally the only highlight that I can, like, remember right now. <laughs> the only thing worse if would, it would have been if Pagan hit the home run. Oh, I was waiting for, I was waiting to text you, Angel Pagan. It would have been so fantastic. In the words the of way, your dad, fucking Pagan. Fucking Pagan. By the way, fun fact for you, I'm pretty sure it's still there, but it's city at um, Shea Stadium. You know how teams have, like, their banners? that show like how great like the franchise has been yeah you, know, you go to yankee stadium there's like 20 27 28 world championships whatever it is yeah the mets had four banners two were for world series one of those though was for a wild card winner <laughs> in 1999 who puts a banner up for a wild card winner <laughs> that's like putting a banner up for winning a division in the nba who cares it's who cares i will never forget that wild card winner 1999 Awesome. Bengals awesome. Bengals at Cowboys. Cowboys are in your division. Bengals are one-point road favorites. Give me your honest opinion on the Cowboys because I don't think we know anything about this team. They really haven't played anyone. What do you think of the Cowboys in the NFC East? Honestly, I, I wrote the Cowboys off pretty quickly because I thought that Dak Prescott was overhyped like crazy because of the preseason. And Ezekiel did not look too impressive against the Giants, but... They look pretty decent, man. They're doing. They're getting the job done. They're 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 holding their own. I I, I kind of like the Cowboys a little bit, and that division obviously is just wide open. Yeah, I think the open. I think the Bengals might go in there and get the win, but I still do like what the Cowboys are doing. I think that's how you treat a rookie quarterback. I mean, they're running yeah. the ball like thirty five times a game and the putting way, them in good situations. Bengals let me down. Me and you totally thought they would be coming out for blood against Pittsburgh. They, what a what a. They just let me down, man. I feel like that kind of told me a little bit about that team. Hey, what do you think? Process over results, man. I mean, that's a tough yeah. loss. It we'll was see. A tough loss. I think this is a good spot for the Bengals. Uh, I don't know. This What's is a line? tough one. The Bengals are one point favorites. In Cincy? It's in Dallas. But Dallas is not that good of a home team. Yeah, they don't really have a big home field, right? I've heard that stadium is like. It's huge, but it's not really, like, intimidating, you know? It's, like, not that loud. It's, like, it's so corporate. Yeah. I think, uh, I kind of like Dallas. I, I'm going to go Dallas. Plus one. Oh, mm-hmm. minus, wait. Plus one, right? Yeah, yeah, Dallas is plus one right now. Yeah, Dallas plus one. Going with it. 
All right, Sunday night football. Hey, Gi- God, we're almost done. Giants at Packers. Oh, fucking Giants. Jesus Christ, that team. I, the is... line was seven and a half, and I took them at seven and a half. The, it's over under forty seven and a half, and now the Packers are down to seven. I think it, I way, think this is when you buy low on the New York Giants. I'm not convinced McAdoo's the guy. I've been texting Yankees about this. McAdoo's yep. got some uh, learning on the job to do as a head coach. But this offense is moving the ball. Okay, and then Green Bay has gotten torched by number one wide receivers. Marvin Jones tore them up. I think this is the ultimate buy low on Odell Beckham. I think he has a monster game. I'm not saying the Giants win. I think they cover. I like over 47 and a half. Green Bay secondary, not that great. Aaron Rodgers at home. I'm expecting a Sunday night shootout. Joey Public over. What do you think so, of the game? I actually actually have some insight here. Unlike every other pick I've made. Finally, so far. we've been just I've been carrying the podcast here. My back's hurting. You really have been. Sorry. I, I promise I'll I'll watch Fox or CBS in the next week. Just don't so. post this one on social media. I don't want people to get the impression here. <laughs> By the way, thanks for absolutely shredding me in front of everybody. This is really it helps the confidence. Just keep doing that. It's great. Hey, hey, first off, do us a favor. We're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud. Subscribe to the podcast so you know when they come available. Do us a favor, give us a review. It helps with, uh, you know, moving up the search engines. We're we're getting more and more listeners every week. We probably lost a few this week, but we're going to earn your trust back. Mike, give us the analysis. (laughs) You're such an asshole. By the way, just a couple of kids trying to make it. Howard Stern's first couple of shows, not so great. Look at him now. Um, I would say, so here's one thing I will say. The Giants, actually, if you look at them the last few years, there's something about, you know, certain teams just match up very weirdly. The Giants have played the Packers very well the last few years. There's something about Aaron Rodgers. They kind of have him figured out. I I don't know what it is, but, I mean, it's a completely different defense, completely different coaches and stuff. But just historically, the last couple of years, the Giants have played the Packers really well. So They did go into Green Bay and win the conference title a few years ago. And a uh, little fun fact, Shearer and I were at a uh, regular season game. Uh, it was a huge game. I'm trying to remember. I think the Packers, that might have been the, the second Super Bowl year. Anyway, the, I think the Packers might have been undefeated by the time they played the Giants. And they were killing everybody except the Giants, really. They almost beat them. And it was, it's, you know, they didn't beat them, but it was just one of those where everyone thought the Giants would get killed. They, they just, they, they played very weirdly against the Packers. I don't know what it is. So, um,. I, the, the Giants are weird. So the Giants are my team. I mean, obviously, you can't look worse than they have the last two weeks. I was so high on them when they were 2-0. and um, They absolutely gifted that game to the Redskins, which that's a must-win game. You know, like the Redskins would have been 0-3. They would have been 3-0. and that, that was, oh, God, that just set, left such a bad taste. And then last week, they were just thoroughly outmatched by the Vikings. They just... The Vikings pushed them around. The Vikings wasn't a tough, bad loss, though. That Vikings defense is, no. is nasty. And that's another, on the flip side, for whatever reason, the Vikings own the Giants. Have you seen the stats with that? Like, Manning has averaged, like, five interceptions a game against the Vikings. It's, like, his worst team he's ever faced. Manning so, is know. Manning's a good quarterback. I know people like to hate him. I love Manning. He, he, I, he, he, you just have to live and die. With, I mean, you just live with, like... He's gonna be. He could be a Hall of Famer for two quarters, and then he's like a rookie quarterback for a quarter. It's just like he's the weirdest. Would you say he might be the weirdest um, possible Hall of Famer ever in terms of like what he is, like how you describe him? 
Yeah, he's pretty hated, but I think he will be a Hall of Famer. He's got two Super Bowls and a great last name. I, that's a that's a good take. I agree with that because people people love to hate on Manning. And let's go on the flip side, by the way. Let's talk about Odell Beckham. You, tell me you've seen the Heartbreak Kid. Um, no, I haven't. The Western? The Western? No, the Kid. Uh, the, the Ben Stiller movie. No, I've not seen the well, Only the Jewish kid from Long Island. No, the Ben Stiller movie. Oh, yeah. The movie made about $150 million box office. But, yeah, just the Jews watched it. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> I wasn't saying. <laughs> Let's just back up, though. So just to give you a little summary of the movie, he basically meets this girl. She's hot as hell. Oh, I've like seen this. Weeks. I've seen this. Yeah, and she's, like, absolutely crazy. And there's a scene where, basically, it's the first time they sleep together. And she, like, is out of her mind. And basically, the next they, they they the next scene is him like lying in bed with his eyes like wide open because he's just like yeah they're the in the f- car and she's like going crazy <laughs> singing and stuff yeah, yeah. I, uh, to me that's Odell Beckham and the Giants like this guy was the hottest chick in the world all the talent in the world and now he he's literally going crazy on the sidelines he's hysterically crying he's trying to fight everybody and I think we're all sitting here just going like what the fuck is going on here. He might be crazy. Yeah, you know what? He's still really good. He's going to... I'm telling you, Odell Beckham is going to have a monster game. Oh, he's incredible. Monster just... game this week. This is the buy low. I love it, dude. First off, it's like the subtle microaggression racism in like the media. First oh, off, definitely. if this was like a white guy, look at the passion. He just wants oh, to win. Definitely. Like, if you showed those clips of, like, Cam Newton and, like, media analysts, and then they show the same clips of Tebow and what they say, like, I mean, show some respect for the game. Then they show Tebow going nuts. This guy's just a winner. It's it's, uh, it's the absolute worst. It's it's the same as, you know, we always, I feel like it's beating a dead horse, but it's like, the comparisons they do, it's so unbelievable how they always have to compare a white player to a white player and, uh, like, a black to a black quarterback, you know? It's so lame, and everybody does it all the time. Oh, I agree. And I mean, you know, you are kind of a Sean Green guy, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> here's the deal with uh, Odell Beckham, though, and, and kind of just a riff on the NFL in general. Let them, let them be crazy. It's an entertainment business, okay? T- t- people like the hyperbole and this, like the twerking in the end zone. Don't find them. Like, let Antonio Brown twerk. It's awesome. Fans love it. Who cares? It's the dumbest thing ever. By the way, I, I can't believe you just dropped a strong green on me. That is... <laughs> Great looking guy. Hell of an athlete. Yeah, had nothing to do with the Old Testament whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, tw- uh, it, Hashtag what? Marcus. Let's stay on point, man. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> the... I don't understand... Like, sports is entertainment right right that's all it is so why can't they celebrate and do whatever they want i think they should and i'm like let them fight a little bit let them push like you don't need to throw like obviously you don't want it going over the line but like let them like oh my god especially in college it's like is there anything worse than integrity of integrity of the game guys yeah, it's a bunch of 50-year-old white guys living the dream, and it's a bunch of 90% African-American league. Let, yeah. Like, okay, do the bow and arrow after a sack. Go for yeah. it. That's not a and penalty. 
hey, NFL, stop showing me uh, satellite uh, videos from uh, Afghanistan of how you're, like, helping the troops. No one gives a shit. It's the biggest fake patriotism I've ever seen in my life. Hey, Goodell, you still still taking money under the table to show that in Afghanistan? Yeah, we love this country, but our own players, like, we give two shits if these guys can't even walk in, like, two years. I've said it before, too. Let's talk about the pregame coverage. I mean, this is going to sound like I have no heart. I don't need to see the kid with cancer running in a touchdown at practice. Okay? I tune into the pregame. I know that sounds awful. I tune into the pregame. <laughs> I tune into the pregame. We probably won't be getting any sponsors for a while. I mean, I'm all for make the wish, and like I'm happy they do that at practice. You don't need to spend 20 minutes in pregame coverage. Like, tell me about the injuries. Break down the matchups. I, that's not the time to show that. Show that on Tuesday. You know what I mean? Oh, Tom Rinaldi. You gotta love the opening of all those uh, all those um, heart pieces that he does. Oh, I don't need the a Tom. Line. I don't need the voiceover like the, human interest story. Okay. Yeah. Oh. It's like, it's like, Pan over a field that's empty somewhere in the Midwest. Hash marks are are all straight lines, but life isn't. Here's the story of a young... You know, it's like, God, I hate that guy so much. I hate the sad stories before a game. It's so unnecessary. That's what I was saying. I know it came off a little a little rough, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe avoid the kid with cancer part, but you really nailed it. <laughs> yeah. you, go, you go, I don't give a shit about dying kids. Nailed it. That's exactly what you're going for. The other, the other thing is the sideline reporters. I mean, I'm all for oh. I'm all for Pam Oliver still having a oh. career, but they add no value. Nothing. You Nothing. know, the best is it's like the, the, they don't score a touchdown over here on the sideline. The quarterback's getting the receivers together. He's really getting into it. He's a leader. Thanks, honey. That's not adding any value to the broadcast. Hey, coach, coach, what do you need to do better in the second half? Coaches love that one, right? Oh, my. You know, we need to stop turning the ball over, and, you know, we need to convert in the red zone. Thanks. I talked to coach during this, during halftime. He told me we got to be a little more careful with the ball. So really expect to see a different approach in the second half. Back to you, Tom. Now, I might sound like a misogynist here, but I actually don't mind fat-ass Tony Siragusa in the goal line. For some reason, I kind of like him. You know, I actually miss him. I hated him, and I kind of miss him now. He was just the worst, but, like, I don't know. There's something about Tony Saragusa in the early 2000s that's, like, kind of bringing me back a little bit. I kind of miss him. Oh, my God. Anything else you want to rant about? Pizza, chains, or anything along those lines, Mike? No, I'm done with that. Uh, <laughs> what do I want to rant about? <laughs> the cease and desist um, letter might have had something to do with that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Advertising dollars going away completely might have helped, but um, no, I mean, I, I, can I tell you a movie that I saw that I loved? Yeah. I feel like it's, it's rare. Have you seen Deadpool? I have not left my house in two years. <laughs> what? I haven't seen so, a, I haven't seen that movie in a movie theater in forever, man. I got three no, kids. No, no, this is out on, like, it's out on HBO. No, I haven't seen it. It's out for a while. No. I, 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 huge I, recommendation. It's a, it's a rated R um you know, it's like a Marvel movie. It's a comic book movie. Yeah. It's rated R, and it's really funny. And you know I'm not a Ryan Reynolds guy. I actually hate the guy. But I was really impressed. Loved it. 
What about you? You got any new uh, new films or uh, shows? All right, here's the deal. I ha- I did finish season two of Narcos. I really did like Love it. it. Love I it. I'm planning. You know, for the listeners that don't know, I have twins that turn one in September. So I have not really been on the house the last year. Yep. Say what you will about his personal views. Tom Cruise brings oh. it, people. I oh, am going to take Cruise. a personal day and go right. my go by myself midweek to Jack Reacher when it comes out, okay? This guy brings it. When has the, the last guy, time he disappointed? The guy can make a movie. When right? was the last time he disappointed in a movie? Eyes I, wide shut, maybe? But I know all you perverts listening to this have watched it plenty of times on HBO. Dude, Tom Cruise... I say this completely, um, completely seriously. Might be my favorite actor of all time. I absolutely love Tom Cruise. Still brings the thunder, like you said. He does the exact same character in every single movie, but he just nails it, right? Hey, stick with what works, Mike. Mozzarella sticks, chicken tenders. Give the people what they want. By the way, Southwest has a sale. If you want to fly up, take a Wednesday off of work and go to the movie with me, you're more than welcome to. Ooh, how much? What are we talking I don't know. It's probably fifty nine bucks. Oh, that's pretty good. Although those deals, if you want to rant and rave about something, those piss me off. When you literally get those emails, that's like fly now fifty bucks, and you look it up, and you have to take like a, a, a six a.m. that connects to like Des Moines, Iowa. You know? Yeah. If you're so flying from Chicago stuff. to Minneapolis, you don't want to connect through St. Louis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you literally had to fly out of the country to just go to like to the Midwest. It's the worst. I oh. hate those deals. Did you fly coach to Europe? Humble brag. I'm giving yep. you an opportunity. Yep. Flew coach and uh, it actually wasn't too bad. I crushed movies on the way home. Here's my movies that I did. I, it was pretty fantastic collection. Oh, and this will lead me into a rant, by the way. So good, good, good topic change. So I did Deadpool. I did um, Concussion. Did okay. You see concussion? No. Saw Concussion. I saw um, 13 Hours. You know that Benghazi movie? Dude, I haven't seen any of these. Yeah, the, I had, they were all in the movies, so it was pretty good selection. And then I saw a fourth. It's leaving me right now. I can think of it. But back to what I was talking about. Concussion. So you haven't seen that yet, huh? Nope. Dude, it's like, it's sad because it, it's, well, so you know what it's about, right? It's like yeah. the guy that basically discovered CTE. And, I mean, the NFL is painted so badly. And this is one of those movies where you're like, this is definitely, like, happened. Like, the NFL, everything bad that the NFL did, like, definitely happened, you know? And um, the, the worst part, though, is, like, you literally leave it. And you would think, if you didn't watch football today, like, you would think this guy basically, like, informed the country and, like, everybody is, like, pretty against football now. Like, nobody gives a shit, you know? Yeah, no one like, cares. It, even the players, I think I, I heard this crazy poll. I think like like two out of four players, like three out of four, something like that, say that they're willing to risk the effects to play. Like they don't care. Yeah, I mean it's sad, but it's so crazy. No, it's really sad. But it's just that movie like kind of pissed me off because you literally think like nobody cared about football anymore, and and absolutely nobody cares about these. That's what I'm saying with like the touchdown celebrations and the big hits. I mean, I know I'm all for player safety but that that's what the people tune in for yep. i mean why do you think the mma is popular people want to see people freaking killing each other yeah 
Absolutely. It's human cockfighting. It really is. Like, at the end of it, like, it's, uh, by the way, apart from the concussion, that was, like, really funny that, like, not funny, but it was kind of like, holy shit, like, I remember that. They showed, like, a segment of Tom Jackson doing Jacked Up. You remember that? Yeah. Like, that was, like, that was so popular. And literally, like, they showed clips, and there would be, like, a video of a guy getting, like, knocked unconscious, and they were, like, hysterically laughing in the studio. You know? Like, do you remember those? And they'd be like, oh! <laughs> I love that. I love that um, I segment. <laughs> it was literally one of my favorites. And, like, nobody cared. These guys literally can't remember their name. That's why baseball is the great sport, man. It's, it was the sport of the past, and it's going to be the sport of the future. Anybody that says baseball can't do what football does in terms of being popular, just I hope you watched last night's game. That was just – was that not an epic game? It was electric. Baseball is so much strategy. It's Ugh. unbelievable. I mean there's so many nuances of the game. Plus the business model is unbelievable. The, the baseball could survive without even TV. I mean, you got 162 games, a lot of gate revenue. Baseball, man. Football, football is going to come and go. Baseball will stand the test of time. They got to get it to three hours or less, though. They just have to. No, they don't. Yes, they do. College football games are like four and a half hours now. I know, but you just can't, like, there's just no, you have, there is no concentration anymore. People are literally, like, if you're watching anything, it's on three different screens, like, you can't get a 13-year-old to sit there for three and a half hours. He's not even allowed to stay up at night to, to finish the game, you know? So it's like, that's what you have to do. I, I mean, there's a reason that... Mike, you get fans show. for life. When you take a kid to a ball game, you get him a hot dog, you get him a Coke, you get him a giant foam finger, you follow a team, you follow a team, and you get your freaking heart ripped out in September or October, and that's how you become a fan for life, Mike. I- Let's see if you agree with me on this, though. They should, the season should end this time of year right now. Like, like I mean, like basically September, late September should. I, I know, like the October is like the historical, like you know, it's great, like October baseball. But like the season's way too long. Would you agree with that? No. You really wouldn't. You think 160 is enough? Is too is 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 good? I like the sanctity of 162. I'd start this. I'd start this season a week earlier. Move it up a week in April. I mean, have the no, have the northern team cold. start on the no. Have the northern team start in the south and the west. I mean, ha, not, most of the stadiums are domes now. Dude, from April to October, it's such a long season. It's a summer sport. They should move it up and they should end it earlier. I think it should be hundred. I think you should cut thirty games. Cut thirty games out. One hundred and thirty games. That's a mention. It makes the game way more important that you're in. You know, hey, and by, there's nothing better. Mike, by the and, way, we're still recording. I'm going to stop because there's no way anyone is still listening. <laughs> That's true. Hold on. Let hey. me stop. Let me stop. Stay on the line. Thanks for watching. Good luck.